This is the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for the Baylor Bears. But her birthday was yesterday, and I said this on the air. Thanks to our friends, uh, the Sorleys, Ken and Mary Sorley at Marineland. They let us borrow uh, one of their pontoon boats wow. last night. And we took our family out on uh, the Brasses last night for a little uh, dinner cruise. We brought nice. food on the boat and went cruising up the uh, Brazos. Uh, you know, shot up the Bosky for a little bit, and then came back, and then went up the Brazos, and it was fantastic. I mean, it was great. Yeah. We had such a good time last night. The John Morris Show is also brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Did you drive the boat? Well, my son-in-law, Art, okay. was the, the captain. He was <laughs> okay. the captain because he's out fishing a lot, okay. and I think he was just more comfortable doing that. And I was more comfortable with him doing that, right, too. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I wouldn't he, trust myself. He loved it, too. Nice. I mean, he, he loved being in that position. It was a great, great uh, uh, boat and just can't say thanks enough to the Sorleys. And Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Fun. You raise the bar now for uh, birthday dinners for every uh, husband across America. Thanks, J-Mo. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> what did you do? J-Mo takes his wife out on the river for her birthday. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Well, fun week, uh, Terry Morris's birthday week, and we reach Friday. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris and Q in the studio on this Friday morning. Another beautiful day uh, getting started here in Central Texas. Coolish again this morning. Coolish by Central Texas standards and uh, warming up to the low 90s today. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Q, good morning to you. It is Friday, and uh, does Friday have as much significance since we're kind of in this pandemic time? And to me, you know, Fridays, I I don't know, does it have as much significance as it uh, normally would? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Yes, and it's not even close. But no, the only reason it does is for me personally, just because I feel like I have that one day where I could just decompress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to worry about, okay, I got to plan a show. I got to do this. I got to do that. Who's, you know, I don't, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to worry about podcasts. I don't have to do anything for one day. Now, (laughs) once Sunday comes back, it's like, okay, well, what's going on Monday? Yeah, what's going on Monday? But I feel like once Friday's over and the show's over at three, I could walk out of the building and say, whew, all right, here we go. You know, we'll be off tomorrow and then we'll be back on it, you know, basically on Sunday. So that's 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 about it. That makes sense. Uh, For me, during the school year, to me, there's a a real difference in school year Fridays and, (laughs) and summer Fridays. Uh, during the school year, you know, most often we've got a game of some mm-hmm. sort on Saturday. So people are saying, hey, it's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, right. I'm yeah. getting ready for this game tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, 
so you know, not not diminishing that at all. I mean, Fridays are big, right? But uh, but during the summer, you know, I can see that because uh, hey, like tomorrow, I've got nothing planned. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got a mow, but other than that, I've got nothing planned tomorrow. Right. So I can see that Friday's still Friday. Yeah, no, it is, and I think I have one chore I have to do. I have to clean my uh, turtles uh, tank out tomorrow. There you go. For some reason, he used to be on the I can do it every other week thing. <laughs> not anymore. He's no like, more. hey, I like I like this clean tank thing. You know, let's just go ahead and mess it up towards the end of the week. And, and this guy will just go ahead and clean it up after me. So that's kind of what I do now. Watch this. He'll come in here and clean this up. <laughs> right. So yeah. is it once a week you do that? Yeah, just about every uh, Saturday now. Gotcha. So, and then I let him out on the grass in the backyard and he starts to run around and... <laughs> Turtles are pretty fast when you don't watch them. Hey, bring them over. Uh, get him. Let, let him know our snails back there. <laughs> they'll they be race. fast friends. They'll have a race. That's fun. I tried to get a picture last night, and they uh, skittered off before I could. So uh, I told you really? that. Really? Huh? They took off that fast? No, 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 not okay. the snails. Okay. No. <laughs> I was like, wow. They you don't really have fast. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be an issue <laughs> if they can run off. No, it's not that. But on the back wall of our house, okay. uh, I told you that. There, you know, the snail population has been uh, diminished dr- dramatically. Right. That's good. But we've got these little geckos now. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've yeah. always had those. Yeah. But we had a few. So I was trying to get a picture. There were three of them uh, together on this wall. I was going to get a picture and send to you and say, hey, now the geckos have come to visit. <laughs> Are they the pink ones? No, no, oh, okay. they're kind of kind of greenish brown. Every I think. once in a while, we'll get the pink ones. Like I'll see it running running near the garage. Or I something. haven't seen one of those. Yeah, they're kind of weird looking. Nice, <laughs> but they're pink. So nice. There you go. So you've got geckos also. Yeah, a few of them here and there, but it's it's no big deal. And our dog, so I let him out. You know, if there's one on the wall, he'll go over to it and just kind of sniff it. And right. The gecko will run up the wall, and and Brinkley gives up after that happens. So. <laughs> I don't know what he'd do with it if he caught it. Right. He did, he wouldn't know what to do with it if he caught it. That's but, funny. But we got a few of those uh, around, too. Hey, here's what we have coming up in the hour. Looking forward to uh, visiting with, uh, he's coming in, I think, into the studio. It's David Kay from Athletic Communications, uh, one, of the, one of the guys that I work closest with in athletics. And some of you may know this story, uh, and we'll get David to tell it in detail. But he recently uh, donated a kidney to a friend of his, friend of ours, Kevin Barrera. And they had the surgery last week. And I I asked David even before, I said, hey, would you want to talk about it? Would you and Kevin Mm want to be on and talk about that? And he said, yeah, sure, let us kind of get through it, make sure everything's okay. And so today's the day. David said uh, he'd be glad to do that. He's going to talk about it. Uh, We invited Kevin to be on with us, but he's got an appointment at 930, so he couldn't do it this morning. So maybe we'll follow up with him at some point. But David Kay, think about that. Uh, Would you you do that? Would you donate a kidney to to a close friend? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a relative is one thing. Right. And, and a close friend, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, you know, you, you would think that off top, like, hey, that's a, yeah, that's a good idea. I would do that. But right. then at the same time, you're like, kind of like my, you know, like. Right. It's surgery. I yeah, mean, you're, exactly. you're going into surgery. Right. You know, when you don't have to, it's it's uh, major surgery, yep. but something you don't really have to do. I would want to, I would hope I'd say, yes, I'll do that, you right, know, unequivocally. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would want to know a little more information. And uh, I'd want to say, what are the long-term effects? How's right. this going to, you know, how's this going to affect me long-term? But on the other hand, you know, you look at Kevin and he needs a kidney. And right. and then you might say, sign me up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care if it's safe and the doctors say it's safe. Right. Sign me up. Yeah, no, that's really selfless. And I think yeah. that's awesome. Uh, when I saw that, I saw um, 
I think uh, Kyle Robarts tweeted it out. Yeah. I think that's where I saw it. I was like, man, that's awesome. And I know, I've known some people that have done that, you know, that have uh, donated kidneys. And I know that you only need one, you know. And right. so you, you can have that. And, you know, you get that nice little zipper scar. Or well, at least back <laughs> in the day it was a zipper scar that you'd get. Probably now it's probably a lot easier than it was then. <laughs> but uh, still, it's just it's a, it, it's really cool to see people to go out of their way and do that and help, the, help someone else out, you know. And so uh, that's what David did. You said selfless. That's a perfect word for yep. it. It really is. So we We'll get uh, David to give us more details about that, and he uh, says he's feeling great. Uh, one of our Zoom calls with our athletic communications group, uh, you know, we were saying, you know, wow, that's great, David. I uh, hope everything goes well, praying for you, all that. And he said, it's nothing anybody else wouldn't do. And I said, I'm not so sure right, about that. Right. <laughs> I'm not so sure. What would the what would the number be if you know if we polled the audience? Exactly. You know, what would the percentage be of people who would willingly uh, undergo surgery and give up a kidney for a friend, not not a family member, right. but a friend? Yeah, I think it would be something that a, a lot of people would think long and hard about before they made sure. the decision. Like, yeah, okay, we'll go do that. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that someone would probably have to really, really think about it, and like you said, weigh a bunch of different options, and then even then, still say yeah okay you know that's right so yeah it's it's tough it's tough yeah so david k will join us uh i was trying to think when i was driving in this morning uh we have been uh you know working but working separately and i'm not sure i've seen david in person since march wow <laughs> since the since the big 12 tournament now, probably the last time i saw him too yeah <laughs> i've I mean, seen him on twitter i've seen him fishing i've seen him do a, right. some nice uh, activity on twitter but that's about it and we've done these zoom calls every week sometimes more than once a week so i've seen him there right but i'm i'm just racking my brain trying to remember i, I don't think in person we've been together since march so that's wild um, so David Kay will join us coming up in just a few minutes. All right, glad you're with us on this uh, Friday morning, beautiful day here in Central Texas. It was uh, 61 when I went out to uh, walk Brinkley today, and he got a haircut yesterday. Our dog got a haircut. Really? Yeah. Nice. So he was spry and ready to go and feeling good and wanting to show off his new haircut I, when we who went wouldn't? out this who morning. Who wouldn't? I mean, every good dog Cooler. wants to show off their uh, new haircut. <laughs> so so it was 61 when we went out to walk this morning. Uh, let's get a check of the weather and more, and then we'll be back on the other side. Major League Baseball draft wrapped up last night. Give you the highlights uh, from that, and then David Kay on the other side. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show on a Friday with Q, brought to you by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. A beautiful day today with mostly sunny skies. Once again, it's not going to be too humid with highs topping out at 93 degrees. Clear skies tonight looking good for your Friday night. We'll see lows drop to 64 and mostly sunny skies tomorrow and just a little bit hotter with a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 6, and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. 
With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet along with the right supplements help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas is on Cooper Clinic. Recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. How many trucks are running around Central Texas without any masculinity? Just look at the road and you'll see. With many, there's nothing there. Not one accessory. And that's what's really toxic. Sadly, truck nudity affects thousands of Central Texas trucks. But it doesn't have to be that way because it's a fully treatable condition. At Pickup Outfitter Labs, our R&D department has been working hard on this problem. And I'm excited to announce a stunning breakthrough. It's our own patented treatment called P.O. Now, anyone suffering from truck nudity can get PO'd. Need a bed cover? Get PO'd. Need a hitch? Get PO'd. Need a bumper, toolbox, or grill guard? You guessed it, get PO'd. At Pickup Outfitters, we're making real progress, but we need your help. Do you know someone who needs to get PO'd? Send them to Pickup Outfitters for treatment. Our recovery center is located at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. See our educational video on our website at createacommotion.com. That's createacommotion.com. John Morris Show on this Friday, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Hey, they're doing great things at Alan Samuels. They are driving forward. It's time to drive forward. That's the motto as they move into these summer months. That's the way Alan Samuels is feeling, and they are ready to do business. Big summer values waiting for you and your family at Alan Samuels. Amazing factory incentives and discounts with special financing as well. When you think summer, think, well, Jeep. It's the perfect SUV that takes you anywhere, get 0% financing for 72 months, and no payments for 90 days on select Jeep models. So that's a great uh, option there with that 0% financing for 72 months, and then you don't even start your payments for three months. You can shop in person. It's a safe environment, sanitized for your safety, or you can shop and buy online at alansamuelsdcj.com. It's simply a great time to buy a new vehicle. Now more than ever, Alan Samuels is your friend in the car business Drive forward with Alan Samuels. Back with us, uh, John Morris and Q in the Major League Baseball uh, draft wrapped up last night, Q. There were, let's see, seven more Big 12 players that were selected, so nine in all. And uh, and in your sports center, an MCC uh, pitcher yes. was selected last night. Yeah, that was really, really cool to see that. And, uh, yeah, Connor Phillips, uh, actually the first uh, junior college player to be selected in the draft uh, last night. So I thought that was really, really cool. And uh, has a real live arm, you know, that, that was, uh, as I was reading up a little bit on him, has, has a real live arm, uh, gets the, the fastball up to about 98 miles an hour. So not bad for 19 years old smoking <laughs> <laughs> for 19, not bad. <laughs> Golly. So congratulations to Connor out of, uh, Mitch Thompson's program at MCC drafted, uh, yesterday. Who'd he go to? 
Um, that's a good question. All you right, went we'll to uh, no, I know this. Yeah. I, I just talked about it. Um, oh man, it just blanked. We'll catch it in the next Sports Center. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Okay, yeah, I just it, I absolutely just blanked. <laughs> the other uh, other Big Twelve players that were selected in the draft last night, and last night it was rounds two, three, four, and five. Uh, 78th pick, that was the third round. Uh, Seattle Mariners took Caden uh, Polkovich from Oklahoma State, second baseman. 84th pick overall, that was the third round. The Reds took pitcher Bryce Bonin from Texas Tech. Uh, also in the third round, the Cardinals took Levi Prater, the left-hander from Oklahoma. Fourth round, uh, catcher Brady Lindsley from Oklahoma went to the Washington Nationals. And right-handed pitcher Dane Acker of Oklahoma had a no-hitter earlier this year, uh, was selected by the Oakland A's. And in the fifth and final round, the 156th pick overall, the Braves took right-hander pitcher Bryce Elder from the University of Texas. So that's it. Seven yesterday, nine total draftees from the Big 12 Conference. Uh, Four, yeah, four of the nine from Oklahoma. Uh, The one Baylor selection was Nick Lofton, of course, uh, 32nd pick, first round to the Kansas City Royals. Was it the Mariners? Is it the Mariners that that Phillips went to? I don't know. I'll look. I'll look at the list. (laughs) I can't believe I just totally blanked. I think it was the Mariners. Okay, very good. I'm pretty sure it's the Mariners. And uh, nice uh, call yesterday, Zoom call with Nick Lofton, meeting Mm -hmm. with the media after his selection on Wednesday evening. Uh, We had him on yesterday, and I didn't ask this question. My fault. Uh, But uh, Asa Lacey was picked by the Royals also in the first round. He's out of Texas A&M, and he and Nick know each other very well. They actually room together. Oh, really? Yeah, when they were part of Team USA over in Japan, and here they both get selected by the Kansas City Royals. Kansas City had a really good first round. They did. They had a really good first round. Nick Lofton, obviously we know how good he is, but Asa Lacey is really, really good as well. Really, really good. So, yeah, they did did well in their first round, and, and to get a couple guys that were roommates is even better. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, it's got to be a little comfort factor, you know, mm-hmm. for both those guys. And both were very complimentary of each other, uh, having known each other, playing on Team USA together and rooming together in Japan. Uh, so Major League Baseball draft is done. We can look forward to uh, maybe some games here later <laughs> in the summer now. Hope so. Hope so. Yeah, we don't really. Know. I mean, it's crazy just to know that these guys got drafted. And then one of the questions is like, well, do you guys know what's going on next? Well, not really. Not really. Yeah, not really. I mean, it's just that's got to be a weird feeling, just not knowing. I know. You know, just, know. you just kind of don't know. You know, you got drafted. You know, the team wants you. Where do you go from here? Just don't know what you do next. Yeah, that is <laughs> wild. Well, no baseball now. There is golf continuing uh, mm-hmm. up the road in Fort Worth. Uh, second round of the Charles Schwab Open comes up today at Colonial. Uh, I, I didn't really, I mean, we had it on in here yesterday. Uh, and I didn't really watch it anymore after I left here. I didn't either at all. Not even going to lie to you. Didn't even watch it. But I saw some highlights, and there was a guy who had a, a hole-in-one yesterday. Yeah, I saw And that. the weird part is, you know, no fans. Mm-hmm. So here's a guy, you know, great shot right off the tee, right in the cup, dead <laughs> silence. Yeah, not even a, not even a golf clap, right? You know, <laughs> no. just dead Nothing. silence. Yep. That was weird, mm-hmm. and so that struck me as, ooh, I don't like that. You know, thinking about our broadcasts in the fall, right? You know, with with crowd noise. I mean, crowd noise is a big part of it's a part broadcast. Of the story. It's yeah. part of the story. It yeah. really is. It tells a lot of the story, right? And I mean, we'll do it. However, we have to do it. But I sure hope there's some <laughs> there's a crowd and some crowd noise that goes with it mm-hmm. when we get to uh, when we get to football. Well, in 
and you know we've had multiple people on you've had multiple people on that have said well you know there's going to be guys playing and they're going to be at the free throw line and we're going to be talking and they're going to be listening to us and you're not going to that's hear not us. good and that's yeah that's a little <laughs> that's a little different as well yeah it makes you uh you know it makes you kind of nervous what mm-hmm. you're saying not that we would say anything that we wouldn't say to their face but right it's just feels different. it's not normal yeah, yeah. you know the, it's funny the the one thing that i can kind of relate it to is i remember when when uh we'd go over to um to pro day over at the uh, at the indoor you know yes, and then yes. it was really really loud one year and then yeah. the next year it was really really quiet <laughs> yeah like coach rule had it really really quiet so we're doing our show in the back and you know i'm loud anyway so i'm up here talking <laughs> yeah so 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 and everyone's looking back like <laughs> who's this guy yelling and i'm thinking oh man can i get away <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah that's it well i would relate it to uh when we played in some tournaments in hawaii in really small gyms or puerto rico you know small gyms we're doing our broadcast and there's 200 people in the gym maybe right. you know and they can hear every word you say and, mm-hmm. and even across the court uh the bench and the players over there can hear what <laughs> you're saying it's just not it's just not the norm it so just it's feels different. weird yeah right. exactly so hopefully we've got crowds and the crowd noise that goes with it uh when we get to the fall and football all right let's uh let's take a break here when we come back we'll be joined by david k from baylor athletic communications uh he has a wonderful story to tell and we'll give him that opportunity to do so about donating a kidney to his friend Kevin Barrera the uh, the surgery and the operation for both those guys was last week and both are doing well so we'll hear from David when we come back stay with us John Morris show returns brought to you by Baylor University where lights shine bright 17 seconds to go this big crowd of the Farrell Center stands is one that's a way to throw a birthday party for Baylor University you win your 18th game in a row. That's a new school record. The Bears remain undefeated in Big 12 play at 8 and 0. Final score: Baylor 68, TCU 52. On the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, students can shine in their own way. Or should we say their own ways? Because there's no limit to the ways Baylor students make the world a brighter place. Whether they're leading a student organization or following a higher calling, getting advice from faculty, or taking part in world-class research, pursuing their dreams, or working toward their dream job, students find their place to shine at Baylor, where lights shine bright. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Times are different right now, but as things begin to open and you need to get back on the road... Make sure your vehicle is ready with Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 
With the demand high, supplies could be short soon. So get your car in today and make sure you're ready to hit the road. Our ASC certified technicians will ensure your vehicle is in its best working order in no time. Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are our business. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6. Saturday, 8 to 5. Major League Baseball had rounds 2 through 5 in their 2020 draft Thursday night. MCC pitcher Connor Phillips was selected 64th overall by the Mariners. Phillips was the first junior college player selected and has a fastball that peaks out around 98 miles an hour. The Rangers made four selections Thursday night. In round 2, they selected Evan Carter, an outfielder prep from Tennessee. In round 3, right-handed pitcher Tacoa Roby, a prep from Florida. In round 4, Texas selected left-handed pitcher Dylan McLean. He's a prep from Oregon. And then they closed out the draft by picking a prep from California in short Stop Thomas Segacy. And according to Jeff Wilson from the Fort Worth Star Telegram, the Rangers expect all four players to sign. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. is the John Morris Show. Proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday morning. Glad you're with us today. Appreciate you tuning in. And David Kay is joining us now. Shout out to uh, Jeter and Claudette Baisden. I got a text or I was texting with uh, Jeter yesterday. And uh, he and Claudette say uh, they kind of make it part of their morning routine to be with us. In the 9 a.m. hour. So you've got to appreciate that. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. That's two. Got to have a routine, right? (laughs) That's two. (laughs) So appreciate it, Jeter. And uh, oh, and he helped me out. Remember, I was trying to think of the golfer that had Waco ties yesterday. I said Paul Azinger. That is not right. He told me it was Dave Eichelberger. So that's yeah, the name. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that one. Yeah, and that, and that goes way back, but he is exactly right. Dave Eichelberger was okay. the answer to that question that we didn't have the answer for yesterday. All right, back with us. Glad you're with us on this Friday morning, and great to see David Kay in person from Baylor Athletic Communications. And is this your chauffeur? Yes. Uh-huh. I, uh, Emily I, Kay? Yes, I am not permitted to drive myself <laughs> okay. yet. This is really her restrictions more than the doctor's. <laughs> oh, good. So, okay. Yeah, she brought me here today. Well, thanks for, for abiding by that, and thanks for getting in here. Uh, I was telling Q, uh, we've done a lot of Zoom calls, but this may be the first time we've seen each other face-to-face since March. Yeah, right? that's crazy. I didn't think about that. But I know. That I, I didn't think Last about it Last time I saw you morning. was probably at the Big 12 tournament. Coming back from Kansas City. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. That is insane. Yeah. Now, I mean, three been, months. Now, there have been a lot of Zoom calls yeah. <laughs> in there, multiple Zoom calls, uh, but it's good to see you. It's good to see both of you. Thanks for coming in. And I kind of gave the short version of what you have done. Uh, we want to get the details from you. Uh, donating a, a kidney to Kevin Barrera. First off, uh, how you feeling? Everything okay? Yeah, really good. It's surprising how quickly you can recover from something like that. Um, you know, still not sleeping great, but mm. that's really my only issue at this point. You know, dealing with a little bit of soreness. You know, anytime they 
cut into your abdomen, you're gonna have some coolness. <laughs> I would think. But uh, but surprising like how quickly you can bounce back from something like that. Wow. And it was uh week nine days ago. Yeah, last Wednesday, Wednesday last right? week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, tell us uh, your your motivation for doing this. Yeah. Well, so Kevin's a great friend of mine. We've been friends since we were uh, juniors at Baylor. And uh, so he, he'd been dealing with some kidney issues and had type 2 diabetes and um, basically found out he was going to have to get a transplant. And, you know, it's a long wait on a donor list. I believe I've seen an average of like six to eight years. Golly. Um, and anytime you get a cadaver kidney, it's not as good as getting a, a live donor. It's not statistically as good. Okay. Um, live kidneys will last longer. They have a higher rate of acceptance. Uh, just everything lines up better if you're able to get a live donor. So... Uh, when he told us he needed one, it was like, Hey, I'm, you know, we had a bunch of people, a bunch of friends of his signed up. There's an online forum you go through, uh, kind of a preliminary evaluation. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I thought about it before I did it. Cause I, if I was going to sign up, I wanted to be sure I was actually going to go through with it. So I did a little research and everything. And then I actually went to lunch with him one day and we sat there together and I did it on my phone. And, uh, one of the first criteria is blood type. And I asked him what his was, and it was exactly what mine was. And I said, man, this is going to be it. Like, I really think that it's going to be me. And uh, so it was obviously with COVID and everything, everything got delayed. But it was a really quick process once they decided they were doing elective surgeries again. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, so it was just, I mean, I had additional testing after that, ton of blood work, all kinds of things like that. But uh, it was really just surprising how how smooth it was and – I just really want people to know that it's just not that big of a deal to go through. Hmm. And, and if you have an opportunity to do that for someone, like, why wouldn't you? It's just, uh, it's really cool. What'd you find out in your initial research? Mm-hmm. I mean, like Q and I were talking, I would, I would hope I would say, yeah, sign me up. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I would want to know maybe long-term effects, things like that. Yeah. What'd you find out initially? Yeah, you can live basically the same life you were living before if you were living a somewhat healthy lifestyle. And, uh, you know, obviously, okay, if you have two kidneys and you take away one, you're at 50% kidney function. Well, what I discovered in researching and, and talking to the surgeon is your one remaining kidney ends up growing and getting stronger, and it gets up to like 80 or 85% wow. function huh. of what you had before. Okay. And you have to be down to 10% to get on dialysis. Hmm. So you've got still tons of room there. So what I have to do now is just watch my blood pressure and make sure it doesn't get out of control. Um, I've been told not to go seeking out salt, like don't add salt to foods okay. that are already salty because okay. that can, um, but that's really like, there's just not that many restrictions. I don't feel like I really have to change anything. I just mm. have to continue exercising and, uh, and try to keep my blood pressure at a, at a reasonable level. And, and that's the only real concern. Any, um, I feel like there've been some athletes that have done this and they, they were a little skittish or a little cautious about, you know, just being careful, knowing they only have the one kidney. Yeah, so that's one thing you do uh, that I forgot to mention is, you like, you, you can't play a high-impact sport. Okay. So my NFL dreams are over. Okay. Um, my hockey dreams are over. Um, but <laughs> one, one man Wolfpack is still One man Wolfpack is still very good. much a okay. thing. Yeah, that, and I that's can play, a big question. I can play pickup basketball and everything like that. But, um, yeah, like, you, you, if you were an NFL player who did that, you, you probably would have to stop playing. Yeah. Um, just because there's too much risk that if you do damage the one remaining kidney, that's a real issue. That's awesome, though. I mean, it's just this is, a, this is a heck of a testimony right here. And we were talking about, like J-Mo said, and, and you know, I, I think it takes a lot of consideration. I'm sure you and the wife sat down and, you know, talked back and forth. But, I mean, when it's all said and done, now that you're standing here today talking about it, how good do you feel? Oh, it's, it's amazing to be able to do that for a friend. Right. I mean, I feel like if you're put in a position to be able to do that, right. you really should. Because yeah. 
it's literally just a couple weeks of discomfort and you can change your friend's life. Like, right. I mean, if, if it's someone that you really care about, it's, it's an easy decision. And it helps tremendously to have a supportive wife. I mean, she obviously really struggled with it um, just because she doesn't want to see me going through any of that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think she would tell you now that she's relieved with how, how smoothly it's gone. And, uh, and she also is a friend of Kevin's and is just really, really thankful. That it really feels like we were both able to do it for him. Wow. Well, Emily's here. We're going to rope you into uh, you get to this microphone here. That that uh, it had to be a joint decision by both of you, right? I mean, David, if you had absolutely said absolutely not, you're not doing this. I'm sure he wouldn't have done it. So you had to be bought in on this, also. Well, absolutely. We we love Kevin, and you know he's such a he's such a good guy, and he's got two kids, and just the thought that we could do something to help them, and just to see his life continue. I mean, you know the. The risk to not having this donation for him was looking at his life being cut short. And the thought that David could go through this and that we could we could do this, it, it really wasn't much of a decision. Of course, I, I'm going to be worried about David because I love him, but we've actually joked that this is probably going to prolong his life because he's going to take better care of himself mm. now at the, you know, after the fact. So, you know, maybe I can get him to eat a few more vegetables. But <laughs> other than that, like, yeah. I mean, I and I worried for him and, and we were worried, you know, but I'm a worrier. But my small concerns versus what Kevin and Stephanie are going through were nothing. And so... We're just, I'm really proud of David, and, and I'm so grateful that, that they matched up so that this could happen. He loves his vegetables. I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've been to dinner with David on the road. He loves his vegetables. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's a potato, yeah. yeah. That's a vegetable. <laughs> well, unbelievable. Um, and uh, so cutting back on salt or watching salt, any yeah. other dietary things that they tell you to watch out for no. or just be aware of? So, I mean... We like to have a glass of wine with dinner. I was even told yesterday in my follow-up, like, we can resume doing that. Okay. I mean, okay. there's really just, just make normal good decisions. And they were very clear of, like, we've had dietitians throughout. The, the care has been tremendous. Uh, like, we had it at Baylor Scott and White and Temple. They were excellent. And uh, the dietitian said, look, one, one crazy meal isn't going to hurt you. Hmm. It's just more of a lifestyle. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. if you start adding salt to everything, yeah, you're probably going to end up with high blood pressure and you're going to end up on dialysis. That's good advice for all of us. Yeah, I mean, that's really the thing. And, and it's funny, we had a little a little joke argument the other day where she was eating some goldfish, and I asked, hey, can I get a handful of those? And she goes, no. She's just so worried about the salt. And I said, well, Emily, they said I just need to lead a normal, healthy lifestyle. Yeah. So if I can't have them, then you probably shouldn't have them either because I want you to live a healthy lifestyle. And she was like, okay, I'll stop eating goldfish. That's <laughs> just, funny. So, yeah. No, it's uh, that's really it. I mean, it's just... I have yearly follow-ups where they're going to check my blood work, make sure everything's working well. And, and so anything that happens would pop up there. And there's really just not a lot of concerns. It's just a general health. Right. All the concerns you would normally have, even if you had two kidneys. David Kay is with us, uh, his wife, Emily Kay, and not the weather person on Fox 44, <laughs> David's wife, Emily. But uh, he donated a kidney to Kevin Barrera, and we invited Kevin to surprise you and call in, but he had an appointment or he had something at 930, uh -huh. so... He couldn't do it this morning, but he uh, he said he wanted to hear what y'all had to say. Um, he was uh, he was in desperate need of a transplant, wasn't he? I mean, yeah. it was getting it, it was, was getting down to the wire. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hate to speculate on how sure. how long he had, kind of thing, but he was doing nightly dialysis, 
and he was explaining to us kind of that whole process and it's just mind-blowing oh. i mean it takes i think nine to twelve hours something like that that you're plugged into this machine really? every single night and so is it overnight yes he had to do that he had it at his home yeah. and was able to do it overnight um but you know your kids can't come in the room at that time and it's just you have to do all the sanitation and everything it's it's a crazy process, and it was one of the coolest things was when we were in the hospital. We're two rooms away from each other, and when I got out to walk on the first day, we walked by his room and saw him, and he, he had color again. Uh, you know, he had looked yeah. kind of yellow before. Yeah. Um, and just in like two days after surgery, quickly. color had returned to him, and he wow. just looked so much better. And and I'll let him tell the stories on his kidney function, but it is a true miracle how quickly his kidney function is essentially at normal levels now. Golly. And I mean, it was like off the charts bad before. Right. And he's, I mean, it's it's basically normal. He's almost the same as mine. And I'm like, hey, you know, tap the brakes there. Okay, if you, if you move ahead of me, I'm going to have to repossess that one. That's right. <laughs> he got the good one. Right. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. That is great. I do have a side note question I have to ask uh -huh. you. Have you guys named the cats yet? We did name the cats. Okay. <laughs> that, was, that was huge. So we got the cats three days before surgery because right. we figured, why not add more drama to our sure. lives? And uh, so our neighbor had, had feeds feral cats, but he usually takes them to get fixed. Um, but he hasn't been able to do that because everything's been closed. So anyway, he ended up with some kittens. We took two of them. They're adorable. And we really wanted to find a pair name, you know, something that went mm -hmm. together. Um, they're both male, and we love uh, old music. Our, our dog's name, he came with the name Ringo, so we thought, okay, musicians. And so we went with Frank and Sammy, and we're calling them the Cat Pack. For, oh, for Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis. And Frank even has blue eyes. And oh, my nice. gosh. It seems the to cat fit pack. the Cat Pack. That is great. But you guys so, took your time on naming, oh naming the cats. You guys did a good job on that. They didn't just rush to it. I mean, right. it was a few days right. at least before they had named them. We had a lot of debate and a lot of <laughs> Emily saying, I like these names. No, I like these names. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Emily, you're on board with those? The cat pack? No, yeah, for sure. That's a lot better. He kept trying to name them sports things. Uh -huh. And I, I was like, that. I was like, sports is our entire lives. I don't want my cats named after some athlete that I don't know as well. What, Astros? Were they Astros names? Some, there was a football person and somebody on in basket. I don't, uh -huh. sports. What were but, some that got rejected? Um, well, I threw out some Baylor basketball player names. Good. You know, like she didn't like Mamadou. Um, I love Mamadou. That's a great cat name. That would be a great cat name. I love Mamadou. We, we thought about yeah. some pairs. Like a, she really actually liked the name Tweety. We might have been able to get Tweety there. That would have been good. But uh, I thought like Tweety and Quincy. Yeah. Um, but we just couldn't come to come to terms on an agreement on <laughs> on naming them after Baylor basketball players. Never anything wrong with naming anything Q. Just saying. Q, just there you go. That Keep out that there, in mind. You know, Quincy, Q, it would have been fine. If he, if he had thrown out Q, I would have definitely gone with There that. we go. Oh, <laughs> it's a missed opportunity. Well done, Emily. Well done. Well, uh, so you and Kevin now have this uh, bond. You have, yeah. you know, I mean, I know you guys have been friends, like you said, for a long time. But you've got this bond that is just short of being, you know, biological brothers. Yeah, it's that's probably the coolest part. Yeah. And, and I think we both have kind of said that to each other in text messages through this whole thing. Is like, it feels like I have another brother now, and that's really, really cool. And, and it's brought Emily and his wife closer together, and we just feel like we're, we're all family. And, you know, he's got, he's got two young boys, and it's just it's so cool to think that, you know, obviously he's still got a, a road ahead, and, and everything's looking great right now, but you don't want to assume everything's going to continue that way. But 
it looks really good and, yeah. and to think that his life could just be dramatically better is uh it's just such a testimony and and uh such a cool thing and we're just so thankful to have the opportunity to do that. I mean, it's not, it's just, to me, it's a no brainer. It was a couple of weeks of discomfort and I think everyone would do that for someone they care yeah. about. Yeah. You said that earlier and I said, I don't know if everyone would do that, but, uh, but hearing your story, it's really, uh, it's uplifting. It is selfless. You know what you did, what both of you did. I mean, cause you're Emily, you're a part of this also. <laughs> Uh, but what y'all did is is just selfless. Um, it is, uh, you know, I keep the the thing keeps rolling through my mind. Greater love hath no man uh, than to lay down his life for another. You know, and you're not you're not doing that, mm -hmm. but you are being very generous with what you have to someone who needs that hand of generosity. Well, I think when God puts you in a position to do something like that, it's kind of an obligation that that you should. And and we. You know, we've tried to have kids, and, and if we had kids, I might have used that as a, as a crutch and said, hey, I can't, you know. And so you just kind of feel like maybe some of these steps were ordered um, yeah. where, you know, things happen for a reason, and it's all part of a grand plan. And um, it's just you just try to do the best you can with, with what you're dealt. And uh, I think anytime you're given the opportunity to, to really do something impactful, like it's just – it's such a cool thing to get to do. And I, I really hope that more people, the whole reason I wanted to even, I, I even agreed to do an interview is because I want people to know it's, it's just not, it's scary. Yeah. And, but if you do your research, there's tons of resources online, Mayo Clinic and all of those things. Um, and it's just not, it's, it's, it sounds so much worse than it really is. Mm -hmm. And it, and I think, uh, obviously there's tons of people who need donors. And so if, uh, if you know someone who is one of those people, like jump on it, go apply and, and see if you're a match. Yeah. Well, that's great D to share your story you know, with that thought in mind to maybe have some others uh, think about that and think about what they can do. So we appreciate you being open to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Good to see y'all. Really good to see y'all. <laughs> Thanks very much. You home for how much longer? Yeah. Well, and you know, I've completely neglected to say how incredible Baylor athletics has been to me um, because they've been so supportive this whole time. I've had countless coaches and and administrators reach out and check in on me on surgery day, all kind. I mean, throughout, even even yesterday, I heard from them. And uh, so they gave me FMLA leave. I didn't have to take any sick days or anything. And uh, I'm planning to resume working from home on Monday. Okay. Okay. Um, and then won't be back in the office until at least July. But that's more, that was already the plan. That's all of us. Yeah. Um, Most so, of us. So yeah, by the time we're ready to return to the office, I'll be good to go. Yeah. Uh, to return to the office, but that's kind of the. Another thing that I feel like was kind of, okay, the timing of this, yeah. you couldn't have picked a better time. I don't have, there's just not a lot of times throughout the year that I can miss two weeks of work and not really put other people in a bad spot and uh, it just worked out perfectly. It did. It really did. Well, thank y'all for coming in. Thanks for sharing. Really appreciate it. Good to see you, Emily. David, thank you very much. Thanks, Jim. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. John, before you go, I yes. just got a text message from my buddy Doug, and he just said, you guys have a very inspirational story on right now. So nice. going to that testimony that you were saying that you wanted to make sure people understood, well, people understand. Thanks. I so, appreciate very it. Very nice. Thanks, Doug. Mm -hmm. Kevin, go. if the roles were reversed, Kevin would have done it in a heartbeat. Mm, like, nice. I, I just want to make sure that that's clear. Like, yeah, David's awesome, whatever. But, I mean... <laughs> Kevin, Kevin is just as wonderful of a person, and, and we love them so much. So, anyway. That's nice. All right. Glad you're feeling well and doing well. Kevin uh, says in a text he's feeling great, so that's good news also. 
Appreciate y'all coming in. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show. It is uh, Ronnie Lee joining us on a tough day because uh, Ronnie Lee went on and spent 10 seasons with the uh, Miami Dolphins. Hey, what, why did you, um, one year you left the Dolphins and then you came right back to the Dolphins and played several more years? Uh, I was moving to uh, offensive line and my tight end coach was the tight end coach was uh, brought me down there. He like Coach Schuler did and he worked with me the whole summer and we got really close. Coach Hannon, they offered him the head coaching job at Atlanta. So Schuler would tell me, uh, look, you go to Atlanta, get your skills, get all this ready. And didn't nobody else know this. Nobody knew it. And once you get better, we'll bring you back home. It's Matt Mosley's show presented by Central National Bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Listen to the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox Monday through Fridays, 3 to 6. It's the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas. At Baylor University, Students find their place to shine. They're faithful friends and inspirational leaders. They're championship teammates and independent thinkers. They're on the cutting edge of high tech and in the halls of history. If you want to make the world a brighter place, you can. And if you want to shine in your own way, you can. The spark you need is already inside you. Bring it to Baylor, where lights shine bright. and excitement of football season will be here soon. How would you like to advertise your business, product, or service during the radio broadcast of Dallas Cowboys football, Texas A&M, University of Texas, or University of Mary Hardin Baylor football at Midway Temple or Robinson High School football? If your answer is yes, call Eminem Broadcasters today and say, I want to advertise my business during the 2020 football season. 254-772-0930. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6. Saturday 8 to 5. Major League Baseball had rounds 2 through 5 in their 2020 draft Thursday night. MCC pitcher Connor Phillips was selected 64th overall by the Mariners. Phillips was the first junior college player selected and has a fastball that peaks out around 98 miles an hour. The Rangers made four selections Thursday night. In round 2, they selected Evan Carter, an outfielder prep from Tennessee. In round 3, right-handed pitcher Takoa Roby, a prep from Florida. In round 4, Texas selected left-handed pitcher Dylan McLean. He's a prep from Oregon. And then they closed out the draft by picking a prep from California in short stop Thomas Segacy. And according to Jeff Wilson from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, the Rangers expect all four players to sign. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
thanks to Chris Allman. That's another version of uh, Lovely Day. We like the Bill Withers. We love the Bill Withers version, but this is Jill Scott. Yes. You, and that is a really nice version of Lovely Day. It really is, and it's always such a good. Every time I even hear the instrumental to the song, it's just it's just awesome. Yeah, I love that song. And this one, go find it on YouTube. There, there is, uh, you know, I want to say a music video, but it's a bunch of kids. Okay. And it's really a good video that goes with this. Just uh, go to YouTube, find uh, Jill Scott, Lovely Day, and you'll see it. And uh, to see it as well as hear this music, right. uh, it's really good. I recommend it. Love it's it. A, it's a lovely day, isn't it? Man, I'm telling you. I, I've been telling you every single time that I hear anything that's close to that song, it's <laughs> it's it's all good. It makes everything that much better. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if David and Emily, David and Emily K were here, uh, if they're listening, they just left the uh, studio. My my daughter Megan says uh, uh, to tell y'all whole, whole, uh, hello and how much she enjoyed hearing the story. Nice. So uh, very nice. And you heard from? My man Doug. Doug, yeah. Yep. So very, very nice. Great story. Really is inspirational. And David... Says he'd do it again and really encouraging other people to do the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. be a donor and, and be open to that. You know, there's one thing that he said that really, uh, you know, hit, hit home. You know, he said that circumstances come up in your life and you just, you know, it's almost like it was meant to be. You know, it's, it's like everything, even though you might look at some certain situation where it's like, oh, this is uh, like a, a, a bad situation, but it's for a, a, a ultimate bigger purpose. And yeah. he said it way better than I did. I, but uh, that's that's the point of it was. Things happen, and sometimes you're just called, and things are weaved together in certain ways. And this was one of them. And that's just that's just real inspirational because that's that's how life is. I mean, yeah. there's there's certain things that'll you know you'll come across uh, you know bumps in the road, and and sometimes that bump is there you know really for your purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though it looks yeah. like it's it's a setback, but it, it, it might not be. And and you know there's a there's something else coming down the line that you know you're going to be needed for. You're going to be called upon. And, and like David said, you know. Uh, that was what God called him to do, and and yeah. you know he he didn't even hesitate, and so that I thought that, that was a really, like I said, really inspirational. And again, he said it way better than I did. <laughs> no, well said, and uh, and to be open, you know, to mm-hmm. to hear the call, right, you know, and then to act upon it. That's uh, what's so impressive. So really appreciate him sharing that story. It'd be easy to say. No, I'm not gonna. You know, right. No, I. You know, this is private between between mm-hmm. Kevin and I. But to share it, I think, really spreads that joy and spreads the message uh, about others possibly, you know, donating down the road as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What the what it does really is, if you know, someone's put in that situation, they may go back to and say, "Well, I heard David talking about yep. it, and it wasn't bad after all." You know what I mean? Yep. It, it, exactly. Something that that minor, you know, might be the tipping point where someone says, "Yeah." I can do that because yep. I've heard that it's not as bad as a lot of people think it is. Yeah. Jeremy Hefner uh, texted me this uh, just now, and he said he just heard the story. He said it's inspiring. He said people like DK are the reason the Hefners are back at Baylor. So that's nice. uh, that's true. Nice. we got a lot of good people uh, here at Baylor, and David and Emily Kay are two of those. All right, uh, final, uh, final segment here uh, in the 9 a.m. hour, then we'll move out of here. Uh, mention some birthdays today, and we'll dip into tomorrow since we won't be here tomorrow. I'm not going to be here tomorrow, will you? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> no. This time tomorrow, I will be uh, hopefully finishing up mowing at home. So. Yeah, you better, because if not, you know it's going to be hot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Start early. Man, I made that mistake last week. I usually get out there about 7.30 in the morning, yeah. and, I, and I slept in, and I didn't get out till 8.30. That one hour kicked my backside, man. It really did. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, let's mention birthdays for today and tomorrow. Today, June the 12th, Adam Hochfelder's uh, birthday today. Adam's with uh, Texas Football Magazine, or I, I guess used to be with Texas Football Magazine. I'm not sure that he is there anymore, uh, but with a marketing firm in Dallas. So uh, happy birthday to Adam. It's Sam Erger's birthday today. Sam, assistant volleyball coach okay. for Baylor Volleyball, the team that uh, won a Big 12 championship and went to the Final Four this past year. Happy birthday, Sam. Uh, Adam Toth's birthday today, former Baylor baseball uh, outfielder. Uh, it's Ronnie Davis's birthday today. Happy birthday to uh, to Ronnie. Um, moving on down the list, it's Claude Lindsay's birthday today. A lot of you folks know Claude and Becky Lindsay here in Waco. It's Claude's birthday, so send him a note and tell him happy birthday. Uh, Brett Doe's birthday is today, former Baylor uh, baseball player. Laura Cox, man, it's a big birthday day. Laura Cox's birthday, she worked uh, with Baylor uh, basketball uh, with Miss Karen up there. So happy birthday to Laura. Uh, and last I knew, she works with Omni Hotels. Okay. And she was Dallas downtown yeah. Omni. She moved out to that one in Frisco. Oh. Last I knew, she was out there. So nice. good connection there yeah, at the really. Star mm-hmm. uh, at the Omni out there. Uh, it's it's uh, David Cook's birthday, Dr. David Cook. Uh, love that man. Um, and happy birthday to him. And John Durham's birthday is today. Man, uh, the pastor at Highland uh, Baptist Church. So happy birthday to uh, to John Durham. Let me dip into tomorrow since we won't be here tomorrow. And as if that wasn't enough, uh, George Jensen's birthday is tomorrow. George, I've known forever. He's a photographer at uh, KHOU in Houston. So happy birthday to George. Uh, Betsy Ferguson's birthday. I uh, know a lot of folks. The Mix Cafe. No Betsy. Her birthday is tomorrow, and uh, and that's all I've got, except for my sweet mom, who passed away a few years ago. Her birthday is June 13th, and uh, remember her on her birthday that comes up tomorrow. Absolutely. Uh, it's been a great hour. It's been fun. Really yeah. appreciate David and Emily Kay coming in. And uh, Q, what do you guys have coming up uh, in the noon hour or noon to three today? Well, we'll have uh, Bill Jones from CBS 11 in uh, Dallas talking Cowboys. We'll have John McClain from the Houston Chronicle talking Texans and the NFL in general. Uh, we'll be checking in with David Woodard, the head coach and AD over at West. The, the West Trojans, they all got back to their little summer activities and some summer programs and uh, started to get a little bit of workouts in. And so we'll check in with him and see how uh, things are going for the West Trojans. So that's what we have lined up so far with a couple of things in the works. Very good. That's All right, look forward to that. <laughs> Noon to 3 for Unnecessary Roughness with Q and Ward and Stephen and then Stephen and Matt on the Matt Mosley Show 3 to 6 this afternoon here on ESPN Central Texas. Let me say this. Uh, you're here so you know what's coming up. And if I knew what was coming up on Matt Mosley's show, I would, we would definitely share it with you. Right. I just don't have that information uh, readily available. So I don't either. It's not like we're, <laughs> we're ignoring them. Right. Uh, but if we know ahead of time, we'll definitely share it with you. But we just don't know right now. So no. you just have to tune in and find out today at 3 o'clock. That's right. All right. Today, uh, June the 12th, 85 days until kickoff. 85 days until scheduled kickoff for Baylor football uh, September 5th in Houston against Ole Miss. Right now, that is still on as scheduled. Uh, as of tomorrow, it'll be 
12 weeks until kickoff. Nice. 12 weeks, 84 days as of tomorrow. And again, things moving in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. It looks like that's going to happen as scheduled. Don't know about fans yet in the stands or the number of fans uh, that will be allowed in there. But things continue to move in that good direction. And when you say 12 weeks, in some respects, that seems like a long time. Man. But then in other respects, you know, it's like – Oh, you know, we're we're counting weeks now yeah. until the uh, football season opener, so that's good. It is really good, and and you knew know that it's getting close when you get the registration email about the Big Twelve Media Days, right. and we got that yesterday. And so as soon as I saw that, I said, "Well, here we go." You know, it's, <laughs> it's about that time, and I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be well. I know it's going to be a lot different than we're used to what we're used to, but uh, it, it's it'll be interesting to see how it's all played out. I'm sure that they'll do a great job with it. Um, but, uh, man, it's it's quick, fast, and hurry. It's right around the corner. Yeah, and they're doing that virtually this yeah. year, mm-hmm. uh, which will make it very different than in years yes. past. But uh, but that's smart and probably the best way to go. So um, we look forward to that coming up in July. All right, got to get out of here. Q, appreciate you. Thanks. Yes, Have sir. a great weekend. Have a great show this afternoon. Really appreciate David and Emily Kay coming in to uh, share their story. It really is an inspiring story of David donating a kidney to his uh, to his friend, Kevin Barrera and both are doing well. Thank the Lord for that. Have a great weekend. Lord willing, we'll talk to you Monday at 9 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, you're doing the Lord's work at EK.